Jared. And I'm Jesse. And, um... <laughs> oh, boy. I've been thinking. <laughs> Welcome. Hello! It's me, well, not me, your royal highness. Because, oh my god, what do we do? <laughs> I thought you were going to call yourself your majesty. Yeah, but it doesn't have anything to do with pot. Normally my intro is, hey, buds. <laughs> it's me, your royal highness. And Jesse for me, and she's the tea. I'm high. And she's the CBD to my THC, Jesse Liang. However, today, it's me, Didi LaCraze. What's up? <laughs> we're doing Pride this month. So, um. This month? Yeah. Um, well, that too. Well, this episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's Pride yeah. Month, and so we're uh -huh. doing our little Pride special today. And so we thought, who better to have as our special guest than the person who already is here, but is a different person in, in general, you know? <laughs> it's me, Didi the Craze! <laughs> Singer of hit song, Suck My Ass, available now on all streaming services. <laughs> if you don't like me, if you want to be mean, if you don't think free, you can if suck my ass. ass. If you don't like me, if you wanna be me, if you don't think free, you can suck my ass. If you don't like me, if you wanna be me, if you don't think free, there we go. There we go. So yeah, um, it's fucking 28 degrees here in Vancouver today, and I also feel like I don't know if I'll be like the whole time if I'll stay in my like Dee Dee voice, because like when I'm in drag, I I'm up here all the time. Just because, you know, that's just what happens. I've got my balls tucked away and I look like a woman. So, hi! But at some point, I might end up coming back down to here for the podcast. But <laughs> It's okay, because you're high. Because my high laugh is normally like, <laughs> but I feel like I should be a woman. <laughs> hey, no, no. Your high laugh is always... True, I do get up here sometimes! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the deal. We're talking about gay shit today. We're going to talk about pride a little bit we're gonna delve into the history of me to do the craze and we're gonna ask some questions we're gonna play some games yeah 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 because uh -huh. i'm a woman Ooh. Ooh. Oh, honey. oh should i do porn <laughs> you know, one of the questions I was going to put in the budding questions bowl mm. this time, because this time I prepared the questions. Yes. And I was going to write down, how how far would you go? What is something you would do for money that is inconceivable? But then I was like, no, 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 let's not actually answer that yeah, question. Yeah, no, because apparently Vincent <laughs> listens to the podcast. So Only like one episode. And for yeah. those of you who don't know, he's my adopted grandpa. He's yes. 75 and he's teaching me meditation buddhism how to shoot um how to make leather goods uh, all of these things he's so cool he made me ba oh, a backpack too fuck what? yeah i what? just remembered so today vincent helped me and rebecca with some um healing moments um like physically healing moments um he can use chi and he learned a lot of stuff from taoism and buddhism and that kind of stuff so uh, we'll get to it at some point in our spiritual episode. Here's me teasing a future episode. But, yes. Um, what we did have to buy for today's uh, ritual was a spirit. And specifically, we went for a Chinese type of spirit. And so we were able to find the one that I like to call, it's mine. It's not actually mine. But it, for all the Chinese people or Asian people, it's called Gaoliang. You've probably heard of it. Oh. But the whole point oh, is, is the that... Alcohol? 
Yeah. Liang is my last name, Liang. And so I used to joke about this with my family that this was our, our family alcohol. So let me show you. Ooh. It's not a sponsor. It's not. Yeah. And so there's a little character here. Oh, ASMR. ASMR, 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 ASMR. Nice. Love that. Just for you. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a character here that is literally my last name, and Kao means hi. So it Kao. means hi, Liang. Wait, so this was part of your homework from Vincent? Not homework. <laughs> my ah! homework. I just blew my eyelash off. Is it on still? No, it's still on. <laughs> oh, my God. Kate, no more fanning. <laughs> yeah. No, my homework isn't to um, drink alcohol, but he just bought it for as a part of the, the thing he was doing, the ritual. And so he literally said... You have to make Jared take a shot, and one day he will come and heal you. <gasps> Who's Jared? <laughs> and I was like, okay. Oh my god, I'm scared. Do you want me to take a shot first, or you shake a shot first? Um, we'll take it at the same time. I only brought one cup. Well, All right, I'll have you take cup? it first because I have pink lipstick on. Okay. What kind of alcohol? Oh, how was it? We don't even have anything to chase it with. Oh, I have water. I have beer. I have water. Oh, my God. I'm healthy. What kind of alcohol is it? This one. Um, It is made out of... Ew. Sorghum. Oh, my God. It smells so strong. Ugh. It's like a wheat or something? I'm going to hate the wheat. I can't have wheat. It's alcohol. Oh, it's like a potato? Yeah. Oh, my God. It literally smells... Ugh. <laughs> it's made in Taiwan, though. Oh, and it has your name. It it it, it tastes. I mean, it smells like some sort of like cleaning fluid. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm gonna die. Do you want a beer? <laughs> no, you can't have a beer. <laughs> Thanks, Vincent. I hate that so much. Mm. All right. That was awful. Oh, why did you do that to me? Ugh. Um, It wasn't my order. It was someone else's. Vincent. I'm just following orders. I feel like I just take. Um, um, oh, you know when uh, we had dinner at the Chinese restaurant? Th this is what he was. He wanted this. Fuck, is, good he thing was we asking didn't get for Gaoliang. Yeah. I mean, we could have just went to his car and drank the fucking washer fluid out of the or wipers. gasoline. Absolutely. Yeah. Just fucking with a straw out of his car. That's what that tasted like. Yeah. I just mm -hmm. got really manly there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Dee Dee. Anyways, so yeah, I'm Dee Dee Lecrae's. Um, I actually, my seven-year drag birthday was two days ago. I know. June 21st. And today is my unofficial official birthday. Oh, yeah. I For legal reasons, we can't talk about why, but... Um... <laughs> but legally, I am 31. Wow. 31? Yes, my 30th birthday was last year. <laughs> I feel like that was yesterday. Oh my god, that was October twenty fifth. Yeah, we're that was we're closer to my thirty first birthday than we. Oh my were god, to I feel like 30th. you just turned thirty. That's so weird. I, I know. So okay, well I'm twenty seven, but Didi the Craze is seven. Um, Cute. So yeah, I I first started drag. I'm, I specifically remember because wait, the, is there such a thing as drag years like dog years? Oh my god. Well, I think it depends because I feel like there's like lifespans of drag queens are probably a lot less. They're probably like ten years. 10, 10, 15 years. Not to die, but like to quit drag. Oh. 
Okay. Well, if you're like... Uh, things I, got really dark there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my heart just sank. No, but like for me, like I would say my lifespan in drag is probably going to be like 20 years. Like I don't really think that I'll be doing drag when I'm in my 40s. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Because like, I don't know. It's not a career for me. It's something True. that I do as much as I can. Yeah, but, you know, Rue's, I don't know, 100, and yeah. there she goes. I mean, if I were to, like, I mean, I do want to audition for Drag Race. However, I want to be ready, and I, like, I don't have enough money right now to be ready for it. Like, I need way more hair, and I need to buy all my costumes, and I need to learn to sew. So I'm just not ready for that. But, like, I want to mm-hmm. be performing as much as I can, but uh, everything was closed. So 2020, I wanted to make that my year of getting back out and performing. And I started. I was hosting shows at the Capilano University, and I was performing around town, and I wanted to be doing that more in 2020. And then, of course, everything shut down. So, But I will have to plug a video that I helped. I was a body double for Didi. Yes. <laughs> a very different shade of, yeah. you know, a body double. But... Um, yeah, that video, we need to plug it in because I fucking love that yes, video. It was I amazing. I did um, a performance for a Christmas uh, festival yeah, it was online. Yeah, Christmas online yeah. festival And I did a duet with myself, something. Mission Jolly. There you go. Um, I did a duet with myself um, out of drag, and Jesse helped me film the whole thing and body doubled for me, and it was nothing short of iconic. Um, but I haven't done drag since then, and that was, we filmed that in November, and now it's what month is it? June, which is Pride Month. <laughs> so it's been seven months. Yeah. And so I was like worried when I got into drag today. I was like, oh my God, what if I don't know how to do it anymore? But spoiler alert, still got it. <laughs> okay. Can we? Yeah. She looks great. <laughs> Thanks. And this is after like I got in drag. I started getting in drag at 1030 a.m. this morning because I got in drag to film some videos for a work thing. Uh, but I started getting in drag at 1030. I was done by just after two o'clock. So that's four and a half hours. And that was just getting into like face. Um, and then I didn't even end up using the wig that I spent an hour steaming last night and styling, but that's fine. This wig was way better. Um, and then we shot videos until like four ish. Um, and so now it is 545 PM and I'm still in drag and it's this is good so... though. It's building your resilience yeah. for when you're on drag race because those days, shoot days are yeah. 14 hours long. But it's, it's really, really air conditioned in there, which oh, is the difference true. for here. Yeah. It's what Alexa, what's the temperature right now? It's 20. Oh, it feels like it's a lot hotter than that. It will get But hotter. it was hotter. It was like 28 degrees mm-hmm. today, I think. And it was just scorching in my apartment, which has no air conditioning. And so, yeah, I did three it layers. Was, it was 29 earlier yeah. in the day. I did three layers of glue. And I did my setting spray, which I couldn't find. And I was sweating my ass off trying to find it before I had to get in drag. Uh, I did like four times, I think. Like I did like layers and setting spray, layer, setting spray. So... May I ask about the jewels? Yes. These are kind of becoming a signature. Like, my signature thing is I always do glitter brows. Yeah. Um, and I stepped them up today. They're even purple brows for themselves and then the glitter. Um, and then I just, like, I started gluing things. Inspiration from Chan. Uh, and I, I always like it. So they're just a little a little feature on my face, you know? Very cute. Mm. Okay. Well, um, do you want to tell me a little bit more about how Didi came about yeah. and all so that? so I started... Didi the Craze was not my first drag name. Um, I, I started doing a... No. <gasps> I went out... The first time I went in drag, I wasn't performing. I wasn't competing or anything. I just went out to a drag show just to be there. And I had gotten help from somebody in Kelowna to like learn a bit of stuff. And then I did it myself. Uh, and then I went out and my name was Lady D. <laughs> and that was that like... Dioc? 
Yeah, literally. It was because of Dorothy, for one, like Wizard of Oz. I'm a big homosexual. Um, but then also, Wait, what? It, I mean, I'm a cisgender woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay, okay 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 um okay. so yeah it was lady d for dorothy but you know duck is your nasty uh and i wore a bodysuit like a, no a, a jumpsuit like a romper from blue notes a really fucking terrible wig and i to tuck i was wearing boxers and i put tape over top of the boxers <laughs> didn't do anything i didn't have any pads somebody read me saying that i needed to have more body and to this day i still hate that person um okay can i just ask actually what i want to know is what made you want to get into drag and think that you could do it and then the courage for you to go out into the world like that like all of that like how how did that happen um I don't know why I wanted to do it the first time, but when I wanted... So, because, like, Lady D was, like, the testing of the waters. Yeah. And it was, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. went out, and I liked it. And that's the first day, June 21st. That's why it's my birthday. Um, and Because I made a Facebook account for Didi that day, but it was Lady D at the time. Um, and oh, we also have to talk about the name change. Uh, <laughs> but then that was just for fun, and then I didn't go out for a while after that. And I think it was just because there was stuff happening and I just wanted to be a part of it. Um, and I was also very freshly out of the closet. So I was like hiding the fact that I had done drag or that I was doing drag at all too. So that was a thing. Um, so I just went to a show that time and I don't even know if I even fucking went with anyone. I think I met people there, but like, I don't remember who I went with. Wait, so was your... Oh, no, it was with my friend Savvy. Sorry, oh, okay. No, did your family see you? No. In dra- oh. No, okay, so it was with my friend Savvy okay. and Drew, that's why. And I went to their place. We went out together, and then I went back to their place after. Um, and then I ended up getting back to Savvy's place later, I think. I don't fucking know. I've been to their place so many times when I've been drunk or in drag. But yeah, so I went out that time, and then I didn't really do anything for a while. And then I was on the planning committee for the the next drag competition in Kelowna. And I, me and Shane, that's how we met. And so we decided, I think... We were helping plan it, but we also were competing in it. So we became, like, friends, and he started, like, showing me how to do lots of stuff, and I, like, rebirthed Didi Lecrae's. And is Yumi still around? <laughs> yeah, she's in Kelowna. Um, oh, my God. Is my lash wonked? No. It feels like it's falling off here, no? No. Mm-hmm. It looks it looks normal, but it might be at some point. It is it blink? When, it, when I blink, does it move? No. Yeah, that means it's fucked. <laughs> Okay, anyways, um, so then, yeah, Shane and I were on the planning committee for the drag competition, and then we were like, well, let's do it. And then, yeah, we just started hanging out, became friends, and he started teaching me, like, everything he knew. He gave me a bunch of makeup, so I regarded him as my drag mother. But then we also were like, we did everything together, so we were like, he was also my sister. So it was like my mother, but my sister, because we had, like, we had a very equal partnership and relationship in all of our business endeavors. Mm -hmm. So then we did, um, so we did that competition, Shane won. I didn't, which was fine, because I was awful. I did cool for the summer. Um, my wig fell off. Still have it. It's in my closet behind us. Um, and then, yeah, and then we did, Shane and I, after that competition, we were like, there's not a lot of good drag happening in Kelowna right now. So we decided to take my theater background and his dancer background and produce shows together. So we did um, the first one, uh, our, our Halloween show, um, Halloween. That's what it was called. Jesus Christ. We did um, all of our shows where Yumi and Didi present and then whatever the show was. So we did Halloween and then we did Yumi and Didi present a very dragged out Christmas. That's so cute. Yeah. And then we did Yumi and Didi present Basic Beaches, which was a summer show. And they were like, they were at, the first two were at a place called the Cannery Lounge, which was like, there was a, a club that was split in two and half of it was a lounge. Um, and we did them in there. So it was like a capacity of like 80 to 100 or something. 
Um, and it like there just wasn't a lot of drag happening. So people were excited about it and we promoted it so well. We did a photo shoot. We did a poster. We had everything going on. And then uh, it sold out. It was a huge hit. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And then and this was done at that lounge and we just marched our gay asses in there. Well, we emailed them and then set up a meeting and then we marched our gay asses in there and sat down with this like 20 at the time 27 year old i was like 21 at the time 20 um straight young owner of this club who's his family's club so he took over from his dad and he was like totally wanting us to be there he's like because there was that the competition was at flashbacks this club and so he wanted more of it so he was like i yeah i want to have you so i don't even think i think he charged us like a little bit but not a lot um and then we had to pay the like for the lights and like the DJ and stuff. But I feel like you might not have even charged us for the club itself because you just wanted to have queer events happening. Amazing. We did those two and then the place shut down, sadly. So when throughout this process did you change to DD instead of Lady D? When Shane and I started working together. Like, so oh, I did. Okay. Uh, was Shane like, bitch, that name's No, terrible. I just, I like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. I, it was, there was a big break between, between the two. And oh, I liked okay. the D aspect of it, but I wanted it to be like a real name or a pun. And so I was like at, at Blue Notes. I think this was when, when Shane and I were starting to like do makeup together and prepare to um, to do a show or something. I don't know. No, because when I did the, the competition, I was DD. Okay. So that competition was quite a while after Lady D happened. I um, see. And then, yeah, so... I, I was at work at Blue Notes and I was talking to my coworker who was on her break and I was like, I th- try to think of a name with me. I want something that is like D or DD. Like I like that. And then uh, I was like, maybe something that's like French sounding, but describes my personality. And I'm like, you know, crazy. And, and I was, when I was first starting out, I'd always like say like, it was like Miley Cyrus mixed with like Avril Lavigne mixed with like, I don't know, somebody beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just, I'm spunky. Okay. I'm crazy. That's so and cute. so she was like, la, because I was like, la something. And she was like, la crazy? La craze? And I was like, la craze! That's it! And I was like, dee dee la craze! Gotta go help a customer, bye. <laughs> and that's how it happened. And then all that's the so shows cute. that I did, that we hosted, I was dee dee la craze. It was you, me, and dee dee present. And yeah, we had, so we did the first two and they were huge successes to the point that like, they were more successful than like the pride events that were happening in Kelowna. And then when that place closed, this is like in between A and B terms. So like I went back to Kelowna and Shane and I were doing this show. We were also doing little piano bar shows too mm. called Wine and Art. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did, yeah, the, the basic beaches summer show at a new venue because that other venue closed and we got Sapphire. Sapphire. That's how all the commercials go on the radio. Sapphire. It's a club. It's a straight club. Oh, okay. I was like, is that a new queen that we're talking about? No, it's a club. <laughs> and we got, we didn't get the lounge side of the club. We got the full club. Ah. Yeah. So we, that's a capacity of like over 200, I think. Wow. And we sold out. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. It was so fun. Wait. <laughs> do you hear that? <gasps> <gasps> oh my God. Clack, 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 clack. It's time for a budding question. But before that, we should take a break. It's time to take a break. eyelashes are coming off. <laughs> <laughs> Hey buds, so a little bit of bad news here. Um, (laughs) After we completed this episode and saved it, GarageBand just decided to be a little dinkus and be quite homophobic during Pride Month, if you ask me, and we lost half the file. 
<laughs> we lost um, the next, like the rest of the file, basically 55 minutes worth of content uh, of just my microphone. We had Jesse's microphone, but GarageBand just deleted it, and there's no way to retrieve it. So, unfortunately, the rest of the episode, we do have the video of. Um, so, the rest of the episode is going to be the audio from the video, which I apologize because it is not the same quality as having, you know, a crisp microphone like this. And so it's going to sound like we're far away because, you know, the sound is coming from the phone that was farther away from us filming us. So I hate it because I'm a perfectionist, um, but please bear with us. And um, if you want to listen to the rest of the episode, there's lots and lots of great content games and topics of conversation and stories about queerness and drag and just a lot of fun. So um, the rest of it is great to listen to. So I would I would recommend um, I just I apologize for the audio. Love you. I just had to fix my lashes, cool the fuck down for a second because it's hot as balls in here. Yeah, you would not do well in Brazil because this is how hot it is every single day. I mean, if I wasn't in drag, that's fine, but my fucking lashes are melting off my face. <laughs> my brows are still good, though. Okay, it's time for a biting question. Ooh. And this is the first time that Jesse prepared the questions, so I don't know them. They might be ah! too I'm scared. And you didn't even Google them. You just made these up from your own yeah, sick I and just, twisted mind. I sure did. What's the craziest thing you've had to mime? Um, is, are you thinking of something? I just thought about Emma Ross's mime final. Yeah, true. Where Emma had to mime this party frat boy, and eventually the frat boy got a blowjob, and yeah. Emma yeah. was able to mime the entire thing yep. from, like, surprise, she's going down on you, oh my god, this feels really good, oh my god, I came, oh my god, um, thank you so much, and then going back into the party, like, all of that. It was... The most wild two minutes of my life, but I loved it. Yeah, I don't think I've mimed anything crazy. I mean, I've mi actually, I've mimed a whole love story, and that's crazy because it's never coming true. <laughs> Wait, have you ever had to mime something for an audition? Because commercial auditions always make us mime shit. Oh, yeah, fucking everything. Being on the phone, having, I had to do one where we literally, like, actually, no, I think I had a prop phone for that. They set us up good. I had to be a magician once. I don't remember what I did, but I literally had to be a magician. And I did magic, whatever the fuck that was. Um, okay. Okay, my time. Your turn. Mary, fuck, kill. <gasps> Married men, money, and marijuana. Holy fuck. Married men? Oh, here we go. Married men, kill them. Uh, Even wait, your Mary, own? <laughs> Mary, fuck, kill. Uh-huh. How do you fuck marijuana? Like a person that smokes weed or? This question is up to your interpretation. Okay, um, well I don't want married men. Fuck those guys, I'll kill them. You would absolutely, you know what? I think you would marry marijuana because you do it every day. But then I have to kill money. No, I can kill marijuana. You get to kill married men and oh, fuck yeah, right. money. Oh yeah, there but I'm sure that I could find a good uh, THC infused uh, toy. So maybe I could fuck marijuana and marry money. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. what do you. Want? I could go without weed with if I had money and having to stick my dick in some weed for once. Like that's fine. Ah! I'll do it. I mean, I don't have a dick. 
Yeah. I have a... Not, no one on this table oh, has a big old dick. <laughs> oh my god, where's our notes? We just have wet ass pussies. Wet ass pussies. Bring a bucket in a mop. Wet ass pussy. Okay. I'm talking okay. wet. Okay. Um, Here's some ASMR for you. You're welcome. Okay, so we're talking about yeah, everything I'm, I'm gay. I'm the hetero one. You're the hetero. Okay, so I'm the hetero you, one that's what I was going to say. Beer. <laughs> so you're hetero, and your pronouns are she, hers. But, first of all... Oh, fuck yeah. Wait, what about your pronouns? That's what I was just going to say. Um, out of drag, I use he, him pronouns. In drag, I use she, her pronouns, or they, them, because, like, uh, sometimes... I mean, there's a lot of performers that are, you know, non-binary prefer prefer they, them, so a lot of people just... Uh, use they them just to be safe with a lot of drag performers mm -hmm. um i'll take she her but sometimes if i'm talking about like both like so i was literally writing my bio um the other day for work that's going to be on our website and i was talking about myself and i was talking about dd so i was like when i was talking about dd i was saying she but then i i was referring to both of us so i said they you know so like i'll take they them or she her in drag but not he in drag I mean, and also out of drag, I don't fucking care. Like, you can call me whatever you want. But, like, when me and Shane would hang out, he would always call me Deeds. Like, never Jared. That's cute. I know, right? That's my nickname. Deeds. Deeds. My signature move. Well, I have two now because I developed a new one, apparently, yeah. when I came to Vancouver. My first signature because move. Because you hate your knees. Yeah. But my first one that Shane loves to make fun of is I just do this, which you can't really see here, but I would, like, I, I gyrate and I go, <laughs> And I like twist my in a, in a circle, you know. Yeah. And Shane loves to make fun of that, but I always do it. And then in Vancouver, I started just basically throwing my knees on the floor. Yeah, always fall on your knees for a very dramatic moment. I will jump in the air and land on my knees, and. And you do not I, have good knees. I never <laughs> feel it in the moment because I'm wearing pads and tights and all that jazz. It's not well, until and I, adrenaline. Yeah, and adrenaline. The next day, though, I'm like, oh, ow. And it's not because I was in the back of the fucking club sucking dick. It was because I was performing on my knees. Well. <laughs> Which is the same. <laughs> what's that? What's Actually, that? Doge? Oh, I showed you the TikTok with that. Is it the Doge song where everyone goes, bing? You know? You haven't seen that trend? Oh, well, I guess you're not on gay TikTok. That's why. <laughs> I'm not hashtag gay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. But, okay, so have you, have you ever Makes questioned? I'm very frustrated that I'm not gay. But have you ever questioned your sexuality Absolutely, and or your gender? Absolutely, because when I was a kid, I used to watch women porn. <gasps> Scandalosa! Scandalosa! Yeah, there was, there's a channel in Brazil for people who are listening from Brazil. Um, Obrigada! Sorry, sorry, Belgium. Sorry, Belgium. <laughs> um, we love you still. Yeah, people from Brazil will know there is one specific channel that after midnight, it turns into like a soft core. Oh, porn. we had that too, a showcase. Ours was Mucho Show. Mucho Show. That's kind of like show. show, yeah. Oh, yeah, ours was Showcase. After 10 p.m., <laughs> it was fucking, you know, we would watch Girls yeah. Gone Wild. Yeah, we had that too. Yeah, they were always naked yeah. on boats. And I used to love that stuff. Yeah, but so did I, and I turned out gay. <laughs> and I'm not gay either. I think it's just because we're young and we're so, like, that's, it's just sexuality being expressed. True. And so True. we're like, oh, this is yeah. so scandalous. I love it. Exactly. It's just because you're seeing sexuality. Yeah. Is all. I used to worry so much because I went to a Catholic school. So I thought oh that God. maybe I was gay and I was so scared of being gay because I used to love watching those shows. Yeah. Um, so did I. So. Yeah, I think we're and good then, on that um, one. The other, <laughs> the other thing that kind of like 
worried me. You know how people are like, oh, if your this finger is longer than this finger, it means that you're hetero. This finger yeah, is yeah. yeah. And like my this the so it's like your ring finger. If that one is longer than your index finger, it means that you are some form of queer. And mm. when I was growing up, it kind of was, and I was so scared because I was like, oh my god, wow. oh my god, I might be a lesbian. Oh my god. You know what, what ours was? For men, it's these. If you do that, that's the length of your penis. Yes. <laughs> Anybody got a ruler in here? I probably do, honestly. That was accurate. So, I mean, we're going to get into my coming out story later, maybe. Who knows what's going to happen. But I think something that's very important for me to say is that, like, I'm I'm very comfortable yeah, well, with, like, all kinds of sexualities and all of these things. And, and because I did question it as a kid, I did at some point maybe wonder. And my yeah. mom... She is actually the one that will always say that women are sexier than yep. men. And we used to make fun of my mom for being a closeted lesbian because she literally will talk about how much she is obsessed with women and women form, like curves and thick thighs and big boobs and all that, that she thinks is like juicy and she loves. <laughs> and we would be like, mom, maybe you're a little bit lesbian. And now I understand that it's, everyone's on the spectrum, right? Yeah. And so there's different places where you can be on the spectrum and I feel like maybe I'm in that like my mom like I'm not full full hetero because I do think that women are really delicious <laughs> like, delicious. Delicious. delicious um would I motorboat someone yes now oh. would I lick a bean I'm ah, not so sure but um <laughs> but you know what also really changed my mind throughout this pandemic is when I started watching a lot of tiktoks and I realized that there were a lot of really, it's not even about like masculine looking, but masculine feet, like the energy of masculinity. And yeah. some of these lesbians on TikTok almost make me wet. I'm not saying that I actually had a full feeling because I'm, I don't react that way that easily, but there were plenty of lesbians on TikTok that I was like, wow, I would make out with that person. Wow. I don't even know what they are, like if they are so you're trans attracted to or like lesbian or more whatever. Like but bush lesbians? I don't If I was lesbian, I would be attracted to like fucking bombshells. Well, see, and that's the thing too. I'm like Not that bush lesbians are not good. No, but exactly. Like, but if I'm I like, were it's a, it's like, sometimes it's about the energy. But that's but just sometimes because it's about how hot they are. Yeah. And I'm like, I wouldn't fucking make out with that person. Actually that's not true because <laughs> when I see like a butch lesbian that has super masculine energy, I'm like, oh my God, as a man, yeah. as a man. But then when I see a really like stereotypically beautiful, you know, woman, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, oh exactly. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> if they're if they're but interesting like, and beautiful, or or like how are powerful in a way, I don't know. I I wouldn't I hook up with them though because I wouldn't know what to do. You know. Same. Same. And I also like. I have. Is it weird that I feel more people. insecure being naked around women than I do around men? You know, I don't think that that's weird because I don't feel more insecure. In yeah, but like the weird thing is, is because you wouldn't want to be naked in front of men because they would sexualize that. But if I was naked in front of women, it's not, I guess that's the weird thing about it is that it's, it's completely not sexualized because I am gay. However, you would still, it would still be sexualized. So it's a very weird thing. But also, I'm just very insecure about my body. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And I would get also... naked in front of anybody if I, you know, if I was fit. I was talking to Luke today and I was like, um, once I, you know, go to therapy and change my life and, you know, stop hating myself, it's over for you hoes. <laughs> 
just not used to seeing the other sex yeah. up close in person unless it's like a sexual thing, which yeah. is why we have that whole... Well, also, it's different with men, I feel, because if I'm seeing you naked, I'm seeing it all. That's it. That's all she wrote. If you're seeing me naked, you're seeing my flaccid dong, which is not impressive. You'd want... But I also don't want to get hard for you, so... But... <laughs> that's the weird thing about being naked. You're not for... actually seeing the flaps and everything. Yeah, and you know what? I'm okay with that. But <laughs> so, have you actually seen a vagina? Yes. Have you touched one? No. Ooh. I haven't. I mean, I'm a gold star gay baby, except the one wow. that I came out of. So I'm not a platinum star gay, but that's fine. Interesting. Yeah. So like, that was questioning sexuality, which we'll get into my coming out story later mm -hmm. in a condensed form because it's fucking long as shit. Okay. <laughs> so. The, I guess the other part of it too, which we kind of did talk about when we were talking about pronouns, is how comfortable you feel. Like, I feel like some performers, some drag performers, might feel more comfortable in drag. When I put myself in a mini form of drag for Halloween a couple of years ago, and I call myself Maureen Drive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I came up with great, that. Great, great, great pun um, for people who live in Vancouver. But yeah, <laughs> when I was Maureen Drive, I felt more comfortable as Maureen that I was as Jessie Liang, which is a very weird thing, but I didn't know that that would happen. And the yep. fact that I put my hair like that, I pushed my tits up into my throat. Yep. I had so much makeup on, which is like the more that I It's because you, you get had, to access like- where that feeling came from. Because if you did that and it was not campy and it was not drag, it would be you being slutty. And that's how it would be perceived by people, right? Oh, Whereas when you're doing it in drag, it's camp, it's performance. You know, that's what's yeah. different about it. Although there are a lot of people that sexualize drag, but that's why, like, that's what I would think for you, at least, why it would feel wow, like wow, that. Wow, wow. Because for me, it's like, the question people always ask is like, do you want to be a woman? And it's like, no, there's nothing right. about, like, I love being a man and I enjoy the parts of myself that are masculine. And mm -hmm. in fact, I wish I was more masculine, but doing drag, like I get to access all of the femininity that's within me and everybody has that within you. It's just people suppress it and like can live their entire life without having that, which is like fine. Yeah. But you know, especially as gay people, like, I mean, and there's also stereotypes within the gay community of being too feminine and being, you want to be masculine and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so like, as a man, I kind of fall in the middle of that. But then in drag, I get to access all those parts that I don't necessarily hide from my everyday life. They're not something that's lacking from my everyday life, but it is something that lives within me. Mm -hmm. And so I get to access all of that stuff and channel it through this. And I'm definitely more confident in drag. I'm way like, especially like, I have way less anxiety in drag. I have a lot of anxiety getting into drag and getting ready and all that kind of shit. But when I'm actually in drag and I'm being perceived and I am just looking gorgeous, it just like, it, 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 it removes like a much of an ego from it because yeah. it is just drag. And so, I don't know, there's just such a rush out of so it. So is drag your sober version of weed? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I get to like channel, you know. Because you are more outgoing. Me. Oh, way more, yeah. Social and um, just, yeah, a lot more extra. Yeah, it's a mask. It's not me. Yeah. There are the people that will interact with me in drag that, that have ignored me out of drag. And I'm like, Rude. hi, and they've come to my shows. But... Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically playing a character that is like a heightened version of yourself, includes all the best parts of yourself, and you can... I love that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, you know what I... Because you said today that you were half tough. <laughs> I'm... 
I'm a little curious about because I understand how the tucking works, but what does it mean to be half tucked? Okay, so I never tape tuck. I don't do that. Fuck that. Wait, what? Really? I don't use tape. No. Where does it? How? How? What? Because like for that you have to be fucking clean shaved and everything. True, 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 That's true, just too much true, work. True, true, true. Um, so I like normally I would I wear like three to four layers of tights. Plus, Are you wearing four layers of tights? No, I'm right not now. wearing any tights. Oh, <laughs> so you, okay, here's my layers. I have a pair of not right now. This is what I normally would wear. I'd have a pair of tights and I would put my um, hip pads in those, and then this big, um, like, like it's a panty, but that comes all the way up to my fucking tits. Like Spanx? Yeah, pretty much, but like a Walmart brand. Um, and then uh, and then over top of that, I would put like three more pairs of tights, and then the top pair of tights would be a shiny pair. They're dancer's tights. Um, oh and the top God. pair would be the shiny pair. Over that, I would put um, this. <laughs> I'm wearing both of them right now, actually. This is like the long one, the nude one. Okay. And then this is like a, yeah, and then you yank it back, your bum hole, like whoop, whoop, up the backside, and that's what tightens your tuck. And then it, so basically you, I still, I put my balls up where they came from, yeah. up into, you know, your pubic area, that and I then know. you put your dick between your legs. Sure, yeah. And then you, yeah, it back. Oh I just don't God. use tape for that. I just use that many layers of tight and, um, Holy. and the suction things. And yeah. then of course it on top of that. Um, I always say that men have no idea how uncomfortable women's clothing and shoes can be, but drag queens actually mm -hmm, do. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And then shoes. Fuck. Holy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I and, yeah, and that's how I tuck. But today I didn't wear any tights. I just wore those underwear things just to bring it back a little bit, but I'm not wearing anything that tight. So it doesn't really matter. That's so interesting. Yep. That's how I do it. But then isn't it hot? Yep. And you can't pee. I can pee now exactly. because I'm tights, but it's that's the thing, like, hard. first of all, when you're at the club, yeah, it's very difficult to pee. Um, I just never do. And then, also, people, like, that want to hook up with drag queens, I'm like, good luck. <laughs> like, go discover America down there, because it's going to take some time. Like, Just cut a hole. Yeah, like, good luck finding layers it. layers of tights. And yeah, it's tucked away, baby. So you're not ready for play. <laughs> it's a secret. Exactly. It's a secret. <laughs> what? Did you hear that? <laughs> Uh, it's time for the budding question. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, what's your most favorite? You spelled favorite wrong. You spelled it the American way. That's not wrong. It's just not right. Not English. Not Canadian. Not British English. What's your most favorite cutlery and your least favorite cutlery? Interesting. Well, I always use my IKEA spoons when I eat anything with my spoons, like with a spoon. So the IKEA spoons that are like round and like deep and like kind of squared at the end. Those are my favorite spoons. Mm -hmm. um, my least favorite cutlery. Um, why are you laughing? Because you asked me that question and you're answering it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. I would get to you anyway, because I want to know your <laughs> opinion. <laughs> well, I can't think of another one, so you go. Cause <laughs> I actually, when I was writing this question, I was thinking like, how Asian am I? Because I do like chopsticks, but I actually, I don't use them that often. Um, but what I do love are the Asian spoons, you know, that they're like angled in a way and then you, their borders go up longer so you can actually like properly drink soup from them. You oh, know? the one that's Yeah, like oh. those spoons, oh my God. Why the hell would you ever make flat spoons? 
Those yeah. big giant Asian spoons are great. And I hate spoons that like that bend when you eat ice cream. That's so oh, annoying. Yeah, exactly. Homophobic. Oh my gosh. That's Pride Month. And so that's why I feel like spoons are my love and hate because sometimes spoons are so great for certain things and then sometimes spoons are like the worst. Do you worst. okay when you eat <laughs> oh do you eat craft dinner? No. When you eat pasta, do you use a spoon or a fork? Fork. Why would you ever use a spoon? So you can scoop more up and get it in your mouth easier. But, uh, like, spaghetti is long and... Oh, a fork for that. Yeah. But, no, like, yeah, certain no. things... Yeah, no. It, which is why I think it's so funny, because I remember in when I was still in high school and stuff, I had one friend who, she eats everything with a spoon. Everything. She just likes the feel, and she does, every, like, rice and beans and all this <laughs> stuff. And everything she would always eat with a spoon. And I remember just thinking that was so weird. And she would be like, that's the one cutlery that everyone in our house just uses more because we're all, we just, it works for everything. And I was like, it does not work for everything. What if you're eating meat? <laughs> you know? Um, but that's an interesting thing because I know all my roommates, they use so many spoons. My I, roommates I mean, I do too. are like... Yeah, they use like 10 spoons a day. And so that's how I know like who's been eating what in the <laughs> place because it's like when I look at the dish pit, it's like 20 spoons. I'm like, oh, okay, Rebecca just brought out all those spoons from her room. Okay, great. And then Emily <laughs> probably had a soup or some macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And then the one like knife and fork is mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit, oh wait, it's your turn to pull a question. Mm. Ah. Okay. Ah. Hopefully it's one of the more complicated ones that I wrote. <laughs> if you had to spend one year, so 365 days, on a cruise with your one guest, you have to be with them all day, every day, who would you bring? My mom. Aww. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh my god. I love that. Okay, no, no further she questions, She fucking Your deserves Honor. a vacation, man. And we don't get to spend enough time together. No further questions. No further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know that. That's so cute. Put that in the trailer so I can show that to her. <laughs> I will. I kind of was like, I never think of family members because we... You don't want to spend that much time with your family members? I love my family, but it's not them. It's I feel like I drive myself crazy around them, you know? Because I always feel like I need to... Be nice to them. Yeah. Be this. Be that. Like, make sure that they're okay uh, because I love them so much and I want to make sure dry. that they're okay all the time. That and sucks. That, anyway, okay, let me ask you a question about makeup. Go on. Um, what is the fastest that you've gotten ready? Like, I mean, I guess what is your normal, like, time? And then how fast, like, what's the fastest you put on makeup? Uh, my normal... For, like, a glam look. Like, something you had to get oh. ready for. Oh. Because I have my normal day-to-day yeah. makeup that I get But if it was, like, like opening night minutes. party that you had to go to... How long would you take to get ready? An hour. And what's the fastest you've ever gotten ready? 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, because I know how to do my 15-minute makeup. And yeah. so as long as I have my 15, I will feel fine any time, any place. Yeah. But if it's something a little bit more fancy, I want to do some um, eyeshadow, and that requires at least another 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah, I mean, so today it took me four and a half hours to get ready. But I look beautiful. Um, you really do. <laughs> <laughs> I also had like several issues along the way. Like, oh my God, my beauty blender for some reason was just making, like it was just pulling up the makeup and it was just spotting and caking everywhere. And I was like, shit. So I, did, I couldn't use the beauty blender. I Maybe used a brush. Maybe you have too many layers. 
what? But it was only the one layer of the white, so I had to. <gasps> now it's like I know I got to put down the the regular cream first, oh, and then yeah. the white on top. But I just didn't want to have that many layers. But anyways, so but gluing brows themselves take it like an science. hour. It is. Yeah. You have to glue on your brows, which takes an hour, and during that time, I also start to cover my beard and and then do the whole foundation, highlight, contour, powder, contour, powder, highlight. Did you it's learn makeup from like YouTube videos? I learned it from Shane. Shame. Yeah, and then like learning from different videos and stuff like that and like today's look is inspired by um, uh, Ellie Diamond from oh, Drag Race yeah. UK. I was looking at a picture of hers that I really liked. She had a whole other thing on the bottom that I didn't use. Ellie Diamond! Um, so that's what it was inspired by. I'm not have as talented you ever, as her, but... Have you ever put someone in drag? No, and I really want to. Oh wait, so also the fastest that I've gotten ready um, yeah. was probably like an hour and a half and it was not good. It was because I was working and I could not get off work and we had a photo shoot to do for our show and I had to book it to Shane's and get ready for our photo shoot, I think in an hour and a half. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. Did you just fucking shave your fucking ear? I think I off? shaved I think I <laughs> shaved and stuff like before I went to work and then when I got to Shane's I just re-shaved a little bit and then that time I think I was Still gluing brows. But then do you get like a five o'clock shadow? Is your beard really intense like that? It's more now. Um, I'm noticing it a bit more now. That's why you, you put orange down. You put yeah. a beard cover yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but back then, no. It wasn't so bad. Back then it oh, took okay. me a long time to grow a beard. Well, that's good. But um, at a certain point when we were doing drag a lot, we did half shave our eyebrows so that we could just not have to glue them down anymore. That's the one thing that I would never do for yeah. a part. I mean, having, like, doing drag that often, it was fine. Like, I didn't mind it. And it was also the summer. It wasn't, you know, that's all I was doing was in Cologne doing drag shows, so I didn't mind it. True. And then it grew up by the time I came back to school But that's much. the kind of thing that I'm like, if anyone ever asked me to, one, shave my eyebrows, or two, shave my hair, I'd be like, yeah, no. no, you don't need yeah, to cast no. me for this because I'm saying no, no immediately. There was another time that I had to do no makeup really to fast. Like where we were doing a show and it was a surprise. It was the first time that I came back um, after that other show, I think. I would not been back for a while because of studio. And I came back and me and Shane did a surprise performance. No, maybe it was that summer actually, but it was before we announced our show. Um, and we did a surprise performance together. And I had to, I for some reason got there late. I don't know why, scheduling. And um, I did my makeup, like my highlight off of the floor. I poured my powder into the floor in a mirror on the floor and I was like, <laughs> Just, yeah, put some asbestos on my face. Literally, it's fine. Literally. I did my makeup super fast on the floor in, oh in the back of the club. Yep. Yep. Still allowed to tell the story, though. So, that's fine. Let's do joint effort. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time. I love that we are in sync. Yes. Okay, so something gay, I guess, right? Something gay, maybe it involves drag? Yes. Okay. <gasps> Once, Once upon, upon a time, time we, we danced inside the night club. So this drag queen would kiss us. But unfortunately, the drag bartender <laughs> offered a shot of tequila. And Instead, we wanted it. <laughs> so, instead we wanted it. So. That was a period. Oh. So we wanted the drink. So instead of kissing the drag queen, we went and got the drink. All right. Come on, follow along here. <laughs> that makes no sense in my head. So, we decided to 
jump on the stage and we danced all our worries away. Except suddenly this spotlight shined upon us and we had to dance improv. Danced for Britney, bitch. <laughs> because free Britney. <laughs> free Britney. <laughs> oh, is that it? Sure. <laughs> okay, so we were um, at this party and this nightclub, and we danced, and then the drag queen wanted to kiss us, and then a drag mm -hmm. bartender offered us tequila, and then we wanted on the stage, and we danced. And then we danced all night away, except we danced to Britney for Britney. Free Britney. Is that it? Free we danced Britney? for Britney, bitch. Free Britney. Hashtag Brit Free Britney. <laughs> that was a weird, weird yeah. effort. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, see, my head was where we were going with this. This is why I know that I'm bad at improv. It's because I was hoping that when he offered us tequila, we would take it up our butts. Oh. Because the alcohol gets you faster that way. Okay. Choices were made. Um, glad you kept that one in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Tony. Okay, so um, I guess it's time to share my coming out story. Ugh. Why do you hate it? Because it's so long. Okay, do you want to take a break? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, let's tell the shortened version of it. Okay, elevator pitch then. You have 30 seconds to tell me what your coming out story was like. <gasps> okay. Starting at Wait, started at 30, 30 seconds. Okay, we've got four, four seconds. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so I, 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 oh my God. <laughs> I was dating a man for three months before. I realized that I was gay because we started dating. That's how I realized that I was gay because he was also gay. And then we started dating until, for like three months and nobody knew except my friends. And then finally, my best friend's love interest told my brother that I was dating a man and that I was having sex with him. And then my family found out and they were like, what's going on? because they I had been denying that I was gay for so long because I really thought that I wasn't and then Five, um four, we all fought a lot three, and it took a while but then two, we're all we're all good now <laughs> that was the best did I, did I even say that story. I didn't get to come out myself I think that somebody else I said that somebody else told them right sure we'll yeah, take a 10 sure. second addendum to this sure whatever great that's okay. it <laughs> um because I feel like a lot of coming out stories are, tend to be quite sad or aggressive yeah. or I mean, you okay, know, well, you get kicked thing, out of your house yeah. and all these things. And I'm, I, one, it's great that you had your boyfriend, but that was secret, right? Mm -hmm. okay. Until, well, once I was out, we were together and people right. knew. And then like my mom wouldn't let me stay at his house and stuff just because like she wouldn't let my brother stay at a girl's house and all that kind of stuff. And it was fine. Right. Like my family's super, super supportive. It just was like jarring because I had been denying it for so long because I got bullied. Like, they, they knew that I was getting bullied mm -hmm. for people thinking that I was gay. But, like, I genuinely brainwashed myself into thinking that I wasn't. Like, I genuinely did not think that I was sure. until I found a boy that I actually liked. Was it weird, then, to know that you were gay, but you also had a twin brother? Like, is that a weird... Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I knew that... I don't know. I feel like I knew that my family was going to be fine. Um... And that's what they were. That's what they were kind of confused about. Is like, well, why did you think that we wouldn't be able to take this? Of course, we're gonna love you. Yeah, and but I'm in like, the last episode, you did say that your mom didn't know that you were gay, and so it still affected her. No, she didn't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, she didn't know. And so, like, it just was, like, she was mostly hurt that she felt, I felt like I couldn't tell her. And I was, like, oh, I there's see. nothing that I can say that's going to make you understand the process of convincing yourself to come out. Like, I, like, I cannot explain to somebody the, the those feelings, you know? Like, people just think that it, if you know your family's good, why don't you tell them? Because you have so much telling you that they're not going to be good. And part of my family wasn't, you know? So, and it also wasn't just about me. Like, you know, my brother was in my grade too. And so like coming out, like I also wanted to take my, my boyfriend to prom. And my mom was like, if, if somebody is going to, you know, speak ill of you at prom, I'm going to fucking fight them and I'm going to cause a scene. And we don't want that at your prom. That's amazing. And my mom's brother was like, well, if he has the balls to do it, you should have the balls to let him. And it was fine. Nobody said a damn thing. But it was just a lot of like, you know, confusion for a while. Um, and then just figuring out, you know, how to move along. And we did. And now, like, my family's super supportive. I don't talk to my dad's side of the family. They don't speak, you know, they don't say bad things about me. But I know that they're quietly homophobic. So it's whatever. I love my mom. My mom's great. And she's super supportive. And she's going to be in my You're Not Gone to Believe This story later. Uh, all right, all right, all right. What was even... Oh, that was my coming out story. Yeah. I'm sure I've talked about it in other episodes, so go back and listen. <laughs> okay, but, um... What? You, so, like, when this is not coming out, but, like, you are... To me, I forget that you're not even gay. Like, that you're not part of the queer community because you're such a strong ally and you are involved in so much of, like, queer culture. Right. So, like... And you don't, like, force yourself into those spaces. You just kind of belong in those spaces. <laughs> And, and, but you also don't, you also don't overstep in those spaces too. Like, you know, mm -hmm. your place. And so like, when did you become such a strong ally? Like, when did you realize that this was, you know, a thing? I it, guess? You know, what's really weird is cause this is part of just like who I was as a kid that I, I just always, I think this is for maybe I'm an actor, but I always just found people really interesting and I yeah. just wanted to get to know as many people as I possibly could from like different points of view different religions different cultures and all of that stuff and so even though obviously yeah like when you're growing up you want to feel like you belong in a certain group or and all these things but I still like if we had a new person in class or something I still wanted to like get to know them a little bit I don't know I just really like loved to learn about how humans just are and I never had that whole like oh my god but this means a good thing or a bad yeah. thing it's just like yeah, if you like your same sex, great. If you feel like you're in a different body or gender that you, you know, were assigned at birth, great. Like it, it never was. It was never an issue for me. Like I just wanted to understand, um, and I, and I kind of feel like bad about this, but I do remember when I was in still around like high school era, and everyone that I grew up with was hetero from what I mostly knew. And we were in a Catholic school, so we were actually indoctrinated to believe that gay people had sicknesses, that their brains were malfunctioning. This was something that was actually taught to me, even though majority of our faculty was Jesus. gay. Yeah, uh, majority of our faculty was gay, and still we had like Catholic brothers or Catholic sisters, so nuns essentially, yeah. that would come to our school and try to teach that stuff. And I remember being like so mad because I was like, "That's that's not right." That's yeah. That's you thinking that, you know, it's not scientifically proven, all of these things. But anyway, um, and then eventually one of my friends from school who had moved away back to Mexico, I think that's where her family was, um, and I reconnected with her and I remember her saying at some point she kind of came out to us 
or maybe just me, I don't actually remember, <laughs> but she said that she was a lesbian, and I, I feel kind of bad saying this, but I said, oh my gosh, that's so great, I've always wanted a lesbian friend, and oh, she went, wait, no. are you collecting us, like, Pokemon, and I'm like, I know, that's not what I meant, I feel so bad right now, but it's literally because I was just like, oh, I just love humans so much, and I just need just love to hear you from want you a diverse roster of friends and, yeah yeah and i just love having friends from all sorts of well, backgrounds like, and opinions and points of view yeah and straight people that like don't know much know. about gay culture or like don't engage in it at all i'm like do you realize how much you're missing out like exactly look at me this is so fun it's like so hello fun. i am so fun yeah <laughs> and like I mean, I don't want a lot of straight people in queer spaces, but like, uh, it's but just, I don't understand the idea that people are like, no, because you're different. Yeah, you we're can't such have a the colorful, vibrant, and like that literally makes no sense. Entertaining, in my like, there's just so much to love about it. It's us. like, okay, you're human. Well, then you deserve the same rights. That's it. I don't understand why it would be any different. From that. <gasps> what? Did you hear that? Oh my gosh! I hear it right now. It's time for our final budding question. Oh my god. And then, oh, we also have one other question. Wait, first, let's rapid fire this question what is the uh, first gay media you remember seeing uh queer art from the, for the straight guy but that was the first version of the netflix one uh -huh. and then on top of that will and grace changed my world jack mcfarland was everything for me for me i think it was um the tv show popular which was by um ryan murphy and the creators of glee and it was like I don't know if there was actually gay people in it, but it was just so queer-coded. And I, I remember being like, huh. And then also the fucking weird devil drag queen thing in Powerpuff Girls. Oh my god! <laughs> yes! She's a fucking drag queen. But see, I never understood that she was a drag queen. Neither did I, but now looking back, I know that I had that influence. I just loved her. Exactly. I adore the character as And it that shows how easy it is for people, like, that it just doesn't mean a different... It's not different! It's just... We didn't think anything of it as kids, and now as adults, we realize what that was. And it's like, thank the you only thing is for ingraining like, that into us. Isn't it shitty that they made it kind of into a villain? Yeah. That's the part that I don't yeah. like. Yeah. But, but I also, did you love, love that good character. villains, I though. Love exactly. That so okay. Much. What would you do with an extra $5, $50, $500, or $50,000? So if I had an extra $5, it would be for coffee. Yeah, me too. Correct. Um, and then $50. I feel like I'd be the same, like $50 and then $500 is kind of like the same. Yeah, I would just be keeping it in my account. Yeah, just, yeah exactly. Groceries. I'm just like, just keep it, just keep uh -huh, it. Uh -huh. And then when we start to get into the thousands, uh -huh. that's when it's like, ooh, things could change. So like 5,000, I can take a trip. I can buy something more expensive. Like I can switch my stupid iPhone that the battery is really garbage right now. <laughs> or I can buy more recording equipment or whatever. Yeah. And then if I actually had more than that like fifty thousand dollars and this is not a diss on my roommates right now but one of my roommates is moving out and i would just be like you get know your what own I'll place just... duh well either get in my own pay place or i would just pay for that my because i have oh, two roommates so you would get that money and you would pay to kick out your roommates and keep this dumpster house like what the fuck yeah. go get a nice place downtown okay, or something place, no this place is nice you know why because it's so huge with, it is oh my huge God, with that money and i have my my space that i renovated on yeah, my true. own That's and all true. of that stuff and i would fucking love to just live by myself but in a three-bedroom rooftop yeah. fuck yeah and then i would install a fucking air conditioning yeah, i would make it into true. like a 
amazing place. Yeah, but this place is probably going to get torn down eventually, so it's like, do you want to invest that much into it? Yeah, but they have to pay you for you to leave. True. So I would invest because they would fucking pay me to live I mean, I guess mine wouldn't be that exciting either. Three-bedroom penthouse on your own for $2,000? Hell yeah. I would pay off my student loans, first of all. Oh, what? And then use the rest to go on a nice vacay and probably, I would probably move, to be honest. I don't know. Because I could never afford to live here alone, and I would love to have a balcony someday. So if I could afford a nice, like, I also would really love to be waterfront, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't want to leave this place. Uh, okay. It's because I'm, like, too lazy to move. Yeah. <laughs> and you're also, like, in your 30s now, so you're fine to settle down. I still have three more years of chaos. <laughs> oh, you're not going to believe this. Time for you're not going to believe this. So this is a crazy story somehow related to gay shit. <laughs> so my story is about my mom. Um, Mama. My first drag show um, with Shane, Halloween. You mean you present Halloween? Um, it was, this was 2015, I believe. Um, and this was my first show that I produced. And my fucking mother came to it. This was, she found my wig, my first lady D wig. She found that one time. It was like, so when are we going to tell me that you're buying wigs or doing drag or whatever, dressing up as a woman? And I, I had to take a long, it took a while to explain to her like what drag was and that I don't want to be transgender or whatever. Um, so she finally got it. And then she came to my show. And I, because I explained to her, it's just another performing art. Like I'm just playing a character that is a heightened version of myself. Um, and so she came to my show. She loved it. Uh, my first number was Manicure by Lady Gaga. Mm. And I stripped. I was wearing the dress that's behind me, the colorful dress in the closet here. Uh, we literally call it the manicure dress. And underneath it, I had a beaded bra that was like UV glow, glow in the dark. And that black panty thing that I'm wearing right now, that was all I was wearing. So panties and a bra, essentially, that, that was like glow in the dark. And my big, big wig with Lecrae's bandana. And, uh, yeah, so I literally stripped at the end of it, and I was, like, half naked, and then I was like, my mom's here tonight! Hi, mom! <laughs> and she came with Dorothy, my friend Dorothy, who was, like, an adult in my, like, theater that I, company, and I loved her, so they came together. She didn't come to any more, because, first of all, she goes to bed so, super fucking early, but, like, she wanted to come to one so that she could see what they were, so that she could show her support, and then I was like, mom, you don't have to come to the rest, because it also, like... I'm, they're gonna get worse like sexual and like they're gonna you know you're not gonna want to see some of this stuff she would always see like some of my crazier performances where i'm you know being a little saucy and she'd be like or when i have crazy makeup she'd be like why can't you just like tone it down just a little bit and you know mm. like mom i'm not trying to look like a woman i'm trying to be a drag queen <laughs> so right. but yeah the fact that she came to my show like that was just crazy and um did she ever do it again Which um oh yeah she probably like i think um I don't know. She, she didn't come to my wine shows. She would have come to those, though, because those were, like, I was singing live, and she just didn't want to see me grinding my pussy on the stage, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that. I was like, hey, you don't need to be in a club environment of a bunch of gay people. Like, I get it. Sure. I don't even want to be in that environment. So, yeah. She showed her support, and I know she loves it, and she, I always, I'll probably send her a picture tonight once we're done, so she'll love it. I told her that I was doing this. She's super support. So what's your crazy yeah. story? Does it involve me? Um, yeah. <gasps> it does. It does involve uh, Dee Dee. Not Jerry. Fuck Jerry. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, well, see, there was this one time that I went with my super heterosexual boyfriend um, to Dee Dee's show, or one of Dee Dee's first shows, or like... It was, my, it was my first performance in Vancouver. Yeah, first performance in Vancouver. 
and I dragged my super hetero boyfriend at the time. Um, yeah, I, I is my first time dragging a boyfriend of mine into, I've dragged my boyfriend into many other spaces that they were uncomfortable with, but I feel like this was something that was completely new to the point in which I remember asking him, have you ever watched Drag Race? And he said, oh, I'm not into cars racing uh, or like racing cars, How long were you so guys together at this point? Quite a while. We were together for at least two years, I think, or yeah. a year and a half. But yeah, yeah um, just like that, that hetero had no idea what gay culture was like at all. Well, and that show was chaotic, too. There was a lot of bad performances in that show, too. Yeah. So wasn't really um, the best thing really, to do with He really enjoyed it. He was there, obviously, to be supportive to Dee Dee. And, and he so filmed happy. it. He filmed it. Yeah. He really loved it, which was great. But I remember, like, after that, at some point, I was in a web series that's what, what it's called i was in a web series and it was called nb for non-binary and the main character comes out as um, non-binary and i am the sister of that person um and i remember having this conversation with my with my ex because he also didn't understand be, someone being transgender or even less someone being non-binary Oh. because he is so hetero yeah and i remember it was a huge learning experience for me because i understood being transgender but i never really understood non-binary until i was a part of the show where everyone where i literally at some point in one of the shoot days i just went am i the only heterosexual person here and <laughs> everyone was like hat? yeah you cishet hetero you are the minority yeah. here and I, I, actually i was excited about that because yeah. you know that's so rare um but yeah and it was i remember I had to go into a very deep conversation with my ex trying to explain what it was like to either be transgender or be non-binary because he just couldn't understand it and it didn't work until I literally said okay here's a scenario and I just played a scenario you know actors and I just played this scenario where I was like okay so I'm just gonna introduce you we're at a barbecue and so this is what's happening so she is my friend John, she ah! is my girlfriend and she loves um, watching movies, she's an editor, blah, blah, blah. And I said, how does it make you feel every time I address you, I use the pronoun she? And he felt so bad because it doesn't, um, it doesn't, you know, it's not how he identifies. Yeah. And so I was like, this is how people feel every single day of their lives, their entire lives until they are able to express that they are transgender or non-binary or whatever and they're trying to figure this out and i'm like but this this feeling that you have that's how they feel every single day 24 7 unless they you know numb themselves with like alcohol or drugs or something else like sex or whatever right so i was just like you need to understand and open your mind because this is how i don't know 10 percent of the population live 20 percent of the population because mm -hmm. right and so that was the first time yeah, I remember like playing like, with my mom, world. especially like non-binary as well. Like that was hard for my mom to understand. And like, I mean, I just, I, I just explained it the way that I, it, it seems pretty clear to me. Non-binary means you like don't identify with either. So it's like, that's why you use they, them, because it's like, you don't identify with masculine energy or female. You're in the middle. And that is a very much real place to be. And so therefore you don't use either of the pronouns. You use a different one. And it's, that's all there is to it. And then one of her, um, one of the parents, my mom works the, where the kids get dropped off at the school. She works that every morning and like everybody loves her, brings her fucking treats and stuff every morning. Um, one of the parents just came out as non-binary 
And so my mom's understanding that this this wow. kid's parent wants to use they them pronouns now. Yeah. And so like she got that. And when I was talking about like one of my managers before was non-binary and I think it's just it's just practice. That's all it is. Like you understand it, it takes some time to get that knowledge in your brain and then practice it and then you're fine. Like now, like so like even when my like I've had friends that have I've been friends with for a while that like Chan that came out as non-binary like years into our friendship. And so, of course, it was an adjustment to remember, first of all, their new name, and then second of all, their new pronouns. And you fuck up. And, like, me, as a person who is queer and very, like, I understand all of that stuff, I fuck it up. And sometimes, it takes, it, all it is is just getting used to it. So, well, yeah. it takes yeah. me the, just as much to get used to it as it does you. So... But that's the thing. It's like, I, I just don't understand when people are like, no, I don't get it. And therefore I will never get it. And it's like, no, no. That's because you're trying not to. Yeah. Like, we, we can talk about it and I will at some point get to you, you know, yeah. like I, let's just talk for an hour until you understand. I have no problems with sitting with someone until yeah. they fucking understand. They need to understand. Like, but also I've been in, in situations where I'm trying to explain something like this. And they just are, are arguing for the point of arguing. And then I was like, True. okay, so now you're committed to misunderstanding me. Yes, and you're not yeah, actually arguing. Like you're that. just wanting to win here. And that's not the point. So we're done. And that happened. I've had to be in that situation mm -hmm. many times. Um, and that's, you can't, you can't educate somebody who doesn't want to learn. And then at that point, you've done what you can. You got to leave it. Absolutely. And sometimes yeah. down the road, maybe they'll get it. Maybe they won't. Yeah. But if, if it's someone that loves you and you love them, I feel like it is possible. It is possible yeah. to create that conversation. But it's because, you know, obviously this is all fairly new in terms of like the human humanity. But the more we talk about it, hopefully the freer we are to do what we want to do. So it is Friday night of Pride Month. And in the tradition of a Friday night during Pride Month, I am in so much pain. <laughs> If this was a Friday night out in drag, you know, this is it. My bra is literally cutting me like a cinnamon bun. Oh, no. um, so we're going to wrap things up, yeah, folks. <laughs> and also, it is so fucking hot in here. I am so sweaty. I cannot wait to get out you know of drag. You know what you guys are, you know, guys, what are we going to do? <laughs> we're going to Denny's. We're going to Denny's for my birthday oh my God. treat. Denny's used to always be my post-drag thing, too, so I'm Perfect. excited. So I am not excited great. for the next, like, three to seven days to have no beard. Um, I... I just have very little upper lip and a very weirdly shaped chin, and I dislike it. <laughs> so that, I fucking hate not having my beard. So I did this for you. All of the above. I did this for all nineteen of you that listen. <laughs> so that's our show. Happy Pride, motherfuckers. <laughs> T H C. You late? Oh fuck. You fucked it up. I fucked it up. What the hell? That's so excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Sure. T-H, see you later.